Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome back to Coffee with Connie. I hope you guys are all staying safe and doing well wherever you're listening to this. Uh, I'm super excited to get into this. This is one of my best friends from high school that I've kept throughout college, so I'm excited to introduce you to my guest today. I got Cam on. How you doing? How you doing? Pretty good, bro. What about you? I'm I'm good, dude. I just want to say to start off, I'm, I'm super excited to be here, dude. I'm, we're finally getting around to this. Had some had some uh delays because my boy was never <laughs> never <laughs> present yeah i kept telling constant i was gonna be available and then uh and then i wasn't but i'm super excited to to get into this because i've been been listening to all the episodes and they're awesome i love what you're talking about and uh i love what what all the guests have brought so i'm excited to get dude, into you it. you showed hella love bro i appreciate yeah, it yeah bro dude because this is dope like i i i love seeing my friends like get into stuff they really like that makes them happy and like creative stuff I love because I'm trying to get into some of my own creative stuff that makes me happy so it's been dope to to see you getting into that well dude that's dope bro I really appreciate that just in general you know I guess we can just start off like how we met and I guess how like our friendship grew because you're one of my friends that because like a lot of people I've kind of known since like for like a while since like middle school but I met you like freshman year high school so you can just talk about that yeah I think like so we met freshman year during soccer right um yeah playing for coach juan yeah yeah, we played for the same soccer team freshman year we just played together that one year but um after that we were pretty much friends for the rest of high school i mean we've been like on and off we haven't always been like as close as we are now but um yeah i mean you were kind of in in like you were already friends with some of my uh with some of the other people i met on that team and then i've kind of just stuck close with everyone on that team i think that team just like I don't know. We definitely had a bond that that everyone I know has pretty much stayed in contact, besides a few people. But yeah, ever since then, uh, we've hung out, and I mean, we've always gone to different schools, so um, we've always stayed stayed in touch, like outside of school and stuff. So I think that's why, like, that's why our friendship's been been pretty strong because it's been easy to like we always just reach out and stay in touch. So. Yeah, no, dude, that year was fun just in general. We got yeah. we got super close like really quick. Like yeah. I didn't think that would happen. Yeah. But um, yeah, like we. We all got, like, a lot sophomore year, I'd say, and then I'd yeah, say, like, yeah. junior year was, like, a little on off, but then yeah. senior year when, with that group with, like, Colin and all yeah. that, it was cool. I think, like, I think like we hung out a lot sophomore year, and then kind of junior year, we had, like, a bit, we didn't hang out as much, and then, like, COVID, like, after COVID, we, we started hanging out more because, you know, I, I just hung out with, like, all my friends more, I think, after COVID, um, just, like, having people over at my house more and stuff because there wasn't anything to do with COVID, Yeah. So. No, I remember, like, I guess going to your house, you would always kind of have, like, the Roseville and then Wake Forest and Harris yeah, people, so yeah. it was cool. Like, we got we got into a group with, like, a ton of different people, which yeah. was cool. And a lot of that was from, like, that soccer team because I met a lot of the Roseville people there, and then I just kind of mixed them with, like, my heritage friends and Wake Forest friends that I already had, so. Yeah. Well, I, I also knew Lazada and Vaz, yeah, like, for yeah. a long time, so yeah. it was cool to, like, go to your house and yeah. stuff and, like, see them that stuff. Yeah. I was be like, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. Cam knows them, too. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, like high school, we obviously went to different high schools. You, I went to Heritage, you went to Wake Forest, which, dude, bro, like when I when I first started going to Heritage, like that was right when you left. Kind of yeah. pissed, bro. Yeah, well, no, nah, so I went to Heritage Middle because I got to choose between Heritage Middle and Wake Forest Middle because Heritage was year-round and Wake Forest was traditional. Because I was zoned for Wake Forest, but since Heritage was year-round, I like made the choice to do that. But since the high schools are both traditional, I didn't get that choice, so I had to go to Wake Forest. And I was trying to get into Heritage for a while. Like my parents were trying, we were trying to move, but Heritage is so overpacked. Like they said, even if we moved, like we weren't guaranteed to get it, in. Yeah, it's capped. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just we, I decided to stay at Wake Forest, and in the end, I'm happy I did because I still stayed in touch with like all the people at Heritage that I wanted to stay in touch with, and Wake Forest was cool. So. 
Yeah, I guess looking back on your experience at, you know, Wake Forest High School, like, I guess in what aspects have you changed and kind of grown up or, like, looking back on high school, just reflecting? Yeah, I mean, I think everyone, that's just part of high school is, like, during the four years of high school, that's, that's, everyone is growing up, you know, going through a lot of changes in terms of physical changes and mental changes and just maturing in general. I think I've just mainly just matured a lot in in the ter- in terms of not caring like what people think about me or or like um caring about every decision I make getting judged by by people around me and also realizing that like the people around me that are my real friends are going to support me like no matter what I do and and what decisions I make like if they're really my real friends yeah they'll they'll tell me if like they disagree with something I do but they're always going to be my friends through whatever you know, I decide to do in my own personal life. Um, I think that's like the main thing in terms of like me now versus me in high school is just I've matured a lot in, in, in that aspect, I think. Well, yeah, it's it's key to have friends that tell you what you need to hear, you yeah, know, and yeah. obviously we can disagree and all that. But yeah, I think, I think for a long time, like in middle school and high school, I was just like, I was surrounded by people that just like told me what I wanted to hear. Yeah. And um, now that I'm like kind of grown up, like, I have the friends that will tell me what I need to hear. So it's been, it's been dope to just have that. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking for like one or two, like high school memories, just like, like something fun about Wake Forest. Dude, high school memories. I think definitely Deca was one of my favorite things because Dude, you weren't there when you won, bro. Huh? You weren't there. Were you there when you yeah, won yeah, first place? I was there. I was there. Oh, yeah. you were? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was going to say, cause like that was crazy. I remember Dude. you telling me you weren't, you didn't think you did well. And then you got first place yeah. in the event. Cause I genuinely like did not think I was even going to get like top five. Like I didn't even think I was going to go to nationals. And then they, they call my name for first place. And I was like, bro, what? Like <laughs> I was in just as much shock as everyone else. But yeah, Deca was definitely one of my favorite memories just cause I loved that club. The chapter at my school was, was super, super cool. I mean, all everyone in it was super cool. Miss Walker, our our uh, chapter leader, was one of the best teachers I've had. I I still t- stay in touch with her to this day. Um, so definitely Deca, and then probably I know this isn't like a specific memory, but just track in general. Like track was really. I mean, if I hadn't done track like my freshman year, um, I don't think like my high school experience would have been like the same at all. And track pretty much shaped like all the friends that I had um, because coming into to Wake Forest from Heritage Middle, like, most of my friends did go to Heritage, so I didn't have that many friends going to Wake Forest, so that was really, like, how I found most of my friends was through track, so. Did you meet, like, um, obviously, they're a year younger, but did you meet, like, Mallow in that friend group through yeah. track? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Mallow was a year younger, and, like, it's crazy, because Mallow had lived in my neighborhood, so, like, I kind of knew of him, but I never even, like, talked to him until track, and, and yeah, they became, like, friends that I think I'll I'll keep for a long time. And so. y'all, y'all, y'all still super close, right? Oh, yeah, me and Mallow. So, some of the track kids, like, I've fallen off with just because, um, I don't know, like, we weren't all the most similar people. Um, so some of them I've fallen off with just because I didn't, like, I, I enjoyed hanging out with them, but it wasn't, like, I, there were other people I'd rather hang out with. But Mallow is, like, he's one of the most genuine people I've ever met. He's always um, super good to talk to and hang out with, and, and he's going to Charlotte, too, so I'll see him there. and oh yeah yeah definitely oh he's going to charlotte yeah he's running is he at, running track yeah, there he's running at charlotte that's that's crazy I know, that's dope I know. And, and and charlotte actually they have a really good track program like i didn't know until he told me but um he was debating between state and charlotte and i like state is like a nationally really well-known school for running um but charlotte is actually up there like i think they won their conference um last year so he's pretty excited about that and i'm definitely gonna be at his gonna meets. pop out yeah i'm gonna have to be at his meets for Hell sure yeah, dude um 
I guess since, you know, talking about Charlotte, you know, you go to there and uh, first year of college, just talk about how it was. Explain, yeah. like, the decision to go to Charlotte and just things like that, how college was. Yeah, dude, I mean, college was – college for everyone is, is different. It's scary. Um, my first semester was, was pretty rough, I'm not going to lie. Um, I was in a long-distance relationship, which, I mean, we'll get into that later. Um, but just a lot of factors. I, I just don't adjust well to change, I think, at least not, like – I don't do it quickly. I, I eventually I adjust, but um, it always takes me a little bit to to get up to speed and stuff. So those first few weeks, first few months, I was just um, getting the work done was hard for me, and and balancing my time, like just having so much freedom and independence, not living with my parents and stuff. It's nice, but I think it can be overwhelming in terms of like um, figuring out on your own how to balance everything, and and not really having anyone like on your ass telling you what to do and stuff. So. Um, my first semester was rough, but second semester was awesome. I really, um, I got a lot closer with my roommates and I think just came into my own and, and just focused on myself a lot more in terms of like making myself happy, um, and not worrying about that relationship that I was in so much. So yeah, now I love it. I'm excited to go back. Uh, Charlotte is an awesome school. It's an awesome city. The campus is super nice. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, and you have like all your boys there, like Ryan, yeah, Lozada, all there. It's dope, dude. Yeah. Do you think that, cause you know, you're talking about like kind of like balancing your time and I agree, like college is like, you know, you're just thrown into it and yeah. you know, you don't have like those parents or teachers like caring anymore. Mm -hmm. So I guess, do you think independence is a good and bad thing? Yeah. I mean, I think obviously it's like at some point everyone has to learn how to be independent. I do think like the the high school system especially like towards senior year could definitely be built better to kind of um adapt you to going into college i definitely think like you're kind of just thrown into it even in terms of like picking a career or picking a major like i really don't think high school does a great job of helping you explore those options and some of it could have just been because we did we did kind of have extenuating circumstances in high school because of covid and everything like yeah, our, our yeah. whole junior and senior year was messed up but um, yeah, I mean, I think in the end, independence is definitely once you start to learn how to how to balance it and stuff. I mean, it's I, I would never want to go back to to, you know, having living with my parents or anything like that. So, yeah, no, definitely. Um, Has it been like a weird adjustment being back for the summer with like you and your parents or has it been like pretty good? Yeah, like same thing with that. Honestly, start of summer, I was kind of struggling to adjust. I, I felt like I had like really honestly just started to get really adjusted to Charlotte and then it was like time for summer. Um, so that was a bit of an adjustment coming back, but I think I got adjusted quicker to that than I did, um, being at school just cause, you know, obviously I've been at home before and, and I've been with my parents before, but in the end, I actually really liked it. I think I was ready for like, after, after the entire school year, I was ready to kind of see my parents and, and see everyone, all my high school friends that, you know, don't go to Charlotte and all that. So summer's been really good. And, and honestly, I mean, I haven't done like everything I wanted to do at the start, but I'm still like, I had a really good summer and, and. Did you, how many times do you go back during the like school year to see your parents or like go back? Um, actually, I came back like a decent amount um, just because I would have a lot of like appointments or, or stuff to do in Wake Forest. And then uh, with my relationship, like my girlfriend was home a lot sometimes. So um, I came home a decent amount. I never felt like I like really lost touch with my parents or like or even anyone that didn't go to Charlotte. You know, I feel like I, I kept in touch with everyone and I was home a decent amount. That's good. Well, yeah, yeah. You were talking about that first semester being, I guess, not adjusting to that change. Mm -hmm. Was that like a super like lonely time for you just in general? Yeah, dude, I was honestly like, I think what happened with, um, with kind of my relationship was we, we started dating during COVID. And so 
you know, there wasn't a lot to do. So I was with her so much and I kind of just put a lot of my time and stuff into that. So when I got to college, it was just like, we went to different schools, but I was still trying to like put all my time into her. And so I was just in my room a lot talking to her or or just not really socializing or or getting other stuff I needed to done. So honestly was pretty depressed at the time. and, And that was a rough time for me just um, in general. And, and yeah, like my roommates honestly weren't on the best terms, like first semester, because they would kind of think I was avoiding them or or something like that. But really I just wasn't doing very well, um, myself and I didn't really want to like talk to anyone. Um, but second semester I, I got out of that and really like started to appreciate the value of having connections with friends and, and other people outside of a relationship and stuff. So, but yeah, it definitely was lonely at first. Well, it's good that you found your people though in yeah. college because dude, for for some people, it takes, like, all four years. It yeah. doesn't come – well, I guess, like, with that first semester, yeah. was there ever a point where it got so bad that you're like, I kind of want to transfer from here? Or was that never in, never in mind? I don't know if I ever thought about transferring, but I definitely just thought about, like, maybe a gap year or, or something like that. Just tr- maybe, like, going to community college for a year, something like that, just because, I don't know, my grades were suffering um, as a part of it. Um, but I definitely, I mean, I turned it around and at this point I'm definitely like, I'm happy at Charlotte and I want to stay, but that's dope, bro. Um, I guess, you know, you're going into your sophomore year. What are you like excited about just about Charlotte? Um, definitely just to, to get back. And and now that I do like have all those connections, I think I can really just like hit the ground running this time when I, when I go back to Charlotte. So that's what I'm mainly excited for just to explore more of the city more of the campus and and more opportunities um and just get more involved in in more stuff because charlotte really does have so much going on and and so much to do um so i'm just excited to to get involved in all of that it's a super nice city too there's always a ton to do yeah did you have like a lot of fun on the weekends because you know yeah dude like i mean there's there's always stuff open late so you can you can go out in the city whenever there's always going to be people out there's always people on the streets um I mean, there's always restaurants open, you know, bowling, bars, clubs. I mean, there's everything. So, yeah, the weekends are always – I'm always just waiting for the weekend during the week. Yeah, no, it's like getting past school first and then, like, oh, like I got a couple of days just for myself. Um, Was there anything about, like, you know, going from Wake Forest, it's, like, kind of like a smaller town. We're, like, near Raleigh, but it's just, like – it's kind of like a smaller town. Was there anything that surprised you about being in such a, like, I guess a big city type thing? Dude, I think it's it's less – I don't think I noticed that much when I went from Wake Forest to Charlotte, but I think now, like, coming back from Charlotte to Wake Forest, I'm like, dang, like, there are all these differences that I really didn't think about. Like, when I do go out in Wake Forest past, like, 12 o'clock and there's just, like, no cars on the street. Like, in Charlotte, it was never like that. I mean, especially around, like, the campus area because it's kind of a college – there's lots of college kids. I mean, there's always be people on the street and – like, I come back to Wake Forest, and I'm like, it just feels so eerie and weird, like, when there's no one out on the street, you know? Yeah, no, so there's just, like, a ton of people just in general. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously just a more populated area, so there's more people everywhere you go. There's It's a, it's a commuter school, right? Charlotte? Like, people yeah, commute there? Yeah, there's, okay. a lot of, there's a lot of commuters. I mean, definitely, like, around campus, it does have, like, a college town kind of vibe, because Charlotte's so big, like, they really did, like, pick out the part of the, of the city that that the school is in and kind of just like most of it around the campus is like college housing and and student housing and stuff um so it does feel pretty i mean there's there's a lot of people that do live on or around campus 
but like there are like 30,000 enrolled students and not nowhere near that like live on campus so it is a lot of commuters and stuff but so like on campus would you say it's like not lonely but is it like kind of like kind of weird on weekends or, or is it like p- pretty like popular uh, yeah actually weekends can sometimes like you go to the parking deck and it's like pretty empty, empty yeah. yeah like sometimes i mean there's always people who stay and there's always stuff to do on weekends but it is like compared to maybe a school like you go to like chapel hill um it definitely is like it, it feels a little more vacant on the weekend like every time i come here there's always people walking around the street you know franklin street and around campus and and definitely charlotte doesn't have as much of that vibe i'd say I got you. yeah no definitely like benefits and drawbacks you know like yeah. charlotte like in general like you're in you know you got the hornets you got yeah. charlotte fc like it's yeah. dope like it's a big sports city yeah um how how are charlotte sports you know dude how, i, how was I can't wait to go back to the sports the best the best part is for the hornets games we get like 15 dollars student tickets oh yeah that's really nice and i mean they're up high but it's still like there's not really a bad seat in that arena you can still see pretty well and like for 15 bucks you can't go wrong so i'm excited to go back to the sports i definitely want to we have to get out to a charlotte fc game this year for sure and i'd love to make it to a panthers game too but i don't know how realistic that is just because they're more expensive they, yeah they are pretty yeah. expensive how how big of a hornets guy are you now big dude, fan dude how do you feel about miles bridges <laughs> <laughs> honestly i'm okay with him leaving as long as as long as we try and pull someone in but just nba in general i've gotten uh super into this year my roommates really got me into it and and yeah i'm a pretty big hornets fan now i just love throwing on the games that like i love the times that the games are on because i'm normally like doing homework around like eight or nine o'clock and i just throw on a game and and watch it while i'm doing homework um so that's super chill but yeah i'm i'm hoping we we really need a center that's what we need so i'm hoping we, we can get a big center but are you good at like multitasking, like watching games and doing homework? I'm I'm not great at that, so like, <laughs> yeah, I, I get too distracted. Yeah, sometimes I get distracted. Like, I think just watching stuff, I'm I'm normally okay. Um, and also, like, I don't I don't always like tune into the game super heavy. I'm normally like more focused on my homework, but I just have it on, and then that way I can like look at the score every once in a while, like look up and and see like the highlights or whatever. But I'm not really like intently watching the game, you know. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, I guess as we were talking about just Charlotte in general, you know, we talked about college. Um, when you put that thing out on Instagram, you know, like the post like a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't know you were like struggling, like, I guess your first semester. Cause like, you know, like when our high school group kind of split up, it's like, we're going to different schools. So we're not going to be talking uh, at all, like much. And, um, I guess when you put that out, I was like, wow. Like I didn't understand like that he was yeah. really feeling this way and, I, I just I was really inspired by your post just about yeah. comparisons and social media and I agree like I think social media like overall it was made for good intentions but it's kind of like a shitty thing you yeah. know like you always yeah. find yourself comparing and uh when you put that out I was like dang like I should like reach out to Cam so yeah. I thought it was cool that you put that out and I guess we can just talk about mental health in general because yeah. you know our group is like super big on that yeah me you Ryan Colin Seb all of them like you know we're pretty open talking yeah. about all that stuff so yeah let's just talk about it well that's why I was honestly like that's why I've been so excited to do this podcast is just because I really do think mental health in general just it doesn't get talked about enough because yeah social media I mean social media is all about how you can use it and and you can really use it for excuse me um for good and and for um you know purposes that that don't contribute to that that negative um vibe that it can create but I think a lot of times it's just like obviously on social media 
you don't want to really put things out that make you look bad and everyone everyone has bad stuff going on in their life um so it's 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 stupid to assume that like you know because someone's life on social media looks perfect that it really is because no one's life is perfect and everyone has stuff that they're struggling with but it's just not like a common or accepted thing to really talk about that on social media at least as much as I think it should be and so that's why you know I was super excited to hop on this podcast because I think it's like everyone has similar issues and and yeah there's stuff that people consider personal to them but most everyone you know when when I started talking a lot more about my mental health to a lot more people it's like what I realized is most everyone can relate to to at least a lot more than you think they can and so sometimes you go in with expectations like oh I'm going to get judged for this or someone's not going to be able to relate and and most of the time I've found that people can relate and yeah not everyone will like you know be the perfect person to talk about everything with but I think just in general putting stuff out there more being more open about stuff like that it just creates a a better atmosphere for everyone involved and and it creates an atmosphere of acceptance and and just like support and having people you know be there for you and you know well i think it's exactly what you said i think when it comes to like pink people being relatable i think it's like we all kind of go through similar issues but it's just different stories like yeah. everyone has a different story of like you know ha- like some shit that like happened that was like messed up yeah. but it's like you know, like, to a certain extent, people go through the same stuff. You know, depression is a common thing. Everything like that is common nowadays. Yeah. Like, you know, you always see yourself, like, striving for perfection. But it's just, yeah. it's not it's not going to happen, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, how important was, I guess, keeping your mental health just, like, straight in college? Because that's a weird time, honestly. Yeah. And you got to, like, you got to keep that in check because it's, like, yeah. it's tough, dude. Yeah. I mean, I think mental health in general just has become one of my biggest priorities. Just because if I... I just you think about it if you're not if you don't feel good about yourself if you don't feel good with yourself I mean you're not gonna be able to achieve anything in in the way that you want to because I mean that's the first step is is being happy with where you're at and and feeling good in your own in your own brain I mean that's what what if you think about it the entire world your entire life you see through your own eyes you see you know you're processing everything through your own brain and and everyone has their own so yes, we're all in the same world, but like we're really living in our own heads. And so if you don't, if you don't make that a good place to live first, then you're not gonna be able to, you know, have, have the other aspects of your life be what you want them to be. Yeah. Like if you get so susceptible to what other people are saying you should do, like you're never going to do what you want to do. So, um, yeah, no, I really appreciate you. I guess just speaking up about that. You know, I saw that post and I was like, dang, bro, like, can't really been going through and like him putting even putting that out there is like a fragile thing because you're putting your, all your emotions out and i i just have a lot of respect for that honestly oh i appreciate that yeah bro um i guess you know talking about mental health and you know staying happy and all that i usually i kind of ask this question i usually ask the are you happy right now question but mm-hmm. i'm gonna I'm go a different direction today yeah. i'm gonna say have you ever felt stagnant in your life not necessarily happy or sad but just kind of like stuck in the motions and like life doesn't really have any substance. Have you ever felt like that before? Yeah, I think that's honestly what I felt for like a lot of high school. I wouldn't say I was like really depressed. I never felt like super depressed all the time. But thinking back on it, I did always just feel like, you know, I wasn't really going anywhere and like every day kind of felt the same. Like I had the same problems all the time and was never really doing anything about them. So I think stagnance definitely is like you know people people kind of assume like 
the two mental states are like happy and sad, but it really goes a lot deeper than that. Um, so yeah, I think for a long time I felt stagnant and that's part of what I've, I think, I think stagnance over time can kind of lead to depression because if you're just in the same spot all the time, you're not necessarily sad about anything specifically, but you're just going to kind of feel down about the fact that you're not going anywhere. Like, yeah, like you're not going where you thought you were going to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's tough because like if you're stagnant for a long time, like you see yourself just not growing and not, you know, like we're, we're about to be adults. We are adults and it's like growth is important at this age. So if you see yourself kind of like get in the same motions it's tough it's a tough thing yeah and so do you i guess this is another question do you think depression is solely based on sadness because that's what that's what a lot of people think they think it's solely based on being sad but do you think like lack of motivation things like that all play a factor i think depression and and mental health in general i think that's part of the problem why it doesn't get talked about as much as it should is people really look at it from from too much of a black and white viewpoint and And it's not yeah yeah and I've, I've had a family history of, of my sister has had a lot of struggles with depression and she's been on a ton of medications and I've had a lot of addiction in my family and, and just a lot of mental problems. So I think, um, I don't think depression can be really classified as anything. I think, you know, anything can make you feel depressed. Um, nothing can make you feel depressed sometimes. Sometimes you just feel depressed for no reason and that's what a lot of people struggle with I I felt like for a lot of the time that that I was feeling down in high school like I didn't even know what I was feeling down about I just um just stuff would would kind of stack up and feel overwhelming and and I couldn't like pinpoint one specific thing that was making me feel down so I think depression really um I think that's why the conversation needs to be opened up more about it because there's so many things that can lead to to you know you being in a in a spot mentally that that you don't feel good in. Yeah, so you think it should account for like the whole spectrum of human emotion, not only happiness or sadness, like anything you're feeling. Yeah, really. I mean, I think I think I don't know. I mean, depression yeah, I think it just has too uh, definitely a, a d- definition right now that's too rigid and and not you know really um, representative of all the things that it can encompass. And do you think like as a society we can do more to help people? Because like I mean we can always do more. There there always needs to be change that needs to happen. Because yeah. you know, you know like people people say they're depressed and you know they don't really have many people to turn to. And if they do go and get help, it's like yeah. you know like sometimes that person doesn't help. Yeah, yeah. I I feel very strongly about this now because recently and I can't really go into this because it's it's a personal thing but yeah no I got you but I had a situation where someone that I knew had to go to the hospital and it was based off mental mental stuff that they ended up there in the hospital and just the whole process for um like how they were taken care of um because it was a mental issue it just didn't make me feel comfortable it didn't make me feel safe like when you have a physical issue and you get to the hospital most of the times like a a lot of your anxiety about you know oh is this person going to be okay kind of goes away because now you're like okay well they're in the hospital and and now I feel better that they're being taken care of by these doctors and in this situation that I was in this person got to the hospital and I still didn't feel like the doctors really knew how to handle it or you know they had to they had to talk to a psychiatrist and i feel like the psychiatrist didn't really take their their issue seriously it was like a 5 minute conversation and i think just in general mental health i don't even think hospitals or or just medical professionals in general really know 
how to handle it in the way that that physical issues are handled yet i feel like there's so much research to be done there and just so much discussion that needs to be done within you know media and just society as a whole in terms of you know so many mental health issues and and how they should be handled and just stuff like that well it's it's completely different from physical it's like because like with physical like you can't just get for mental you can't just get stitches to yeah, fix exactly. that it's got to be exactly. like talking and it takes a long time i think that's the one thing that people don't emphasize as yeah. much is that it takes a long time yep. and it's like there's no timetable on depression yeah you know some of that stays forever and it's something yeah. it's a battle that you have to fight every single day yeah and it also is like you never truly get rid of of mental health issues you just kind of figure out how to cope with them better yeah. how to how to work on them and, and how to make it not as bad but yeah i mean it's not like a physical issue where you 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 know you get stitches or you get something and it's completely gone you know i don't think that's how mental health issues work yeah no i was, I was gonna say yeah it's it's completely right it's just different things and uh, i guess um wait were you gonna say something no, no, no okay um yeah um i was guess we we're since we we're just talking about that you know like mental health in general um so would you say that you like i guess not high school or college but like would you say that depression has been a thing throughout high school and college or has it been like more prominent recently? Yeah, for me, definitely. I think um, I've always, like I said, I, I wouldn't say, I don't think I was depressed for a long time. I think I was stagnant. And then eventually that, that being stagnant kind of led into just feeling down a lot of the time and, and depressed sometimes. Um, so I think I always struggled with that. I think ever since I moved in like fifth grade, that was when I really started to just feel down about a lot of things when I when I felt like I didn't have a reason to feel down about anything um and then college I think definitely just has made it more of an issue for me just because that adjustment did hit me really hard and that was when I really realized like okay I've had these problems my whole life but now I'm I'm on my own I'm in college and and now it's just all hitting me so much harder and, and that's what really you know yeah and um I guess since like we, you talked about it before like that long distance relationship I guess we can hop into that now I guess you know, we both recently got out of pretty serious relationships. Um, what's one thing that I guess you got took away from that? Because that was tough on your mental health, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, what's one thing you got kind of took away from that? Um, yeah, I mean, I think looking back on my relationship, and, and I won't go into too much detail about yeah, anything just because, you. you know, there's another person that's involved and I, I don't want to, you know, say anything that they wouldn't want me to. But um, we both know looking back on it that we just had a lot of, uh, unhealthy stuff going on in our relationship and there were a lot of different reasons for that some of it was COVID and, and getting over attached because of COVID some of it was just because of the fact that we were long distance um, but we're in a really good place now and I think we've both kind of just um, taken the breakup as you know w we learned a lot from it and that's really what all you can do after a, that's what after life's a breakup about, yeah. yeah is you kind of just you know you have experiences you learn from them and then and then you move on to whatever it is you do next so um obviously it, it it was hard for me and um it's definitely played a lot on my mental health but I think I'm I'm finally coming around to a place now where I'm, I'm pretty content with with where I'm at with it right now so you guys are on good terms yeah yeah we're on pretty good terms well that's good bro um I guess you know breakups in general that's tough because like you know a lot of emotions and a lot of like I guess you know just like stuff that happens, like stuff that's uncharacteristic after a breakup, you kind of just feel like kind of empty and lost. Yeah. What was one thing you wish you would have handled a bit differently after that breakup? Because you guys have been together for a long time. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think so much happened leading up to our breakup that by the time we did 
finally break up for good um we kind of just both were at a point where we were like okay with just cutting contact and we just didn't want to have anything to do with each other for a little bit um and then we kind of gave it some time a few months and then um we talked and and kind of reflected on some stuff and and that's where we're at now that's how we kind of ended up on on good terms because we both needed that time to just process a lot of stuff um but I don't know if if I necessarily would say that I would do anything differently just because it's easy to look back on it and and say that I could have changed a lot of stuff um it's kind of like I was listening to your episode with Jake um and how he was saying you know it's easy to look back on high school and say you could have done this and could have done that but in the moment I felt like I did what was right just like he said about high school so yeah I think I don't don't think I'd change anything going back honestly so I guess like a follow-up question is um do you tend to like I guess live with regret or do you kind of take it as a lesson and kind of just like keep growing and all that I definitely think um as someone who has struggled with mental health a lot throughout my life something I always struggled with so much was that saying don't cry over spilled milk um because I really did always used to just think about the past a ton, dwell on the past and, and say, Oh, I could have done this. I could have done that. And that was something during those, those, you know, first few months at college when I was struggling, I just always would beat myself up about, Oh, I should have done this. I could have done this. So I've really been, you know, these last few months trying to, to instill in myself, um, just, you know, I, I can't regret the decisions that, I made that I wish I could go change because I can't go change them. So the only thing I can do is, is try and move on from them and learn from them and do better next time. I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's how I was for a long time. It's just like always just like thinking about the past, but it's like, you can't change that. It happened. And the only thing you can do is move forward. You know, I, I I try to say this like all the time, but it's like life doesn't stop, you know, like the sun's going to come every single day. You're going to have a new day. And uh, every new day, like, gives you a new opportunity. It's just yeah. what you do with it. And it's good to reflect on the past and, and think about it um, because, you know, that's how you do learn from it. And that's how you, you make better decisions next time or you do what you want to do next time. Um, but but dwelling on it to the point where, you know, you're just, like, stressing yourself out about it and, and making yourself sad. You know, there's no there's no benefit. There's no that. reason for yeah. that. Like, you're, yeah. it's, it's like you're just going to lead yourself to feeling empty. And that's, mm-hmm. like, it's not the way to go. I guess with times like that, though, when you feel, like, lost and without direction, um, what were, like, things that you did as, like, outlets? Like, was music, like, a big thing for you? Yeah, so definitely just, like, creative stuff is, is something I've tried to get into. And, and the main thing for me in terms of that right now is music. And then I also, I did get a camera, and, and that's part of it, too, just, like, take, oh, yeah, taking yeah. pictures and stuff. Just anything that I think kind of gives me an outlet to be creative, um, it definitely just it just helps when when things are rough because you feel like you know you have something that's worth worth um putting up with all the all the bullshit for because it's something that is is only yours it's something that you're doing yourself um and it's something that makes you happy and and you feel like you know it's it's something it's a mark on the world that you're kind of leaving that you feel like you know this is this is worth you know putting up with with all the stuff that all the, all the shitty stuff in life for, um, and then also I've, I've just gotten into a lot of talking with people and, and I've gotten into, I started therapy, um, and then just like writing my feelings down in, in a journal and stuff. That was something that a lot of people have done that since like they were kids, but it was something that I never really did. Like free writing. Yeah. Just, okay, yeah. just writing about like, you know, this is how I've been feeling lately. This is some stuff that's happened in my life and, and this is where I'm, you know, trying to go right now. 
Um, and stuff like that has just helped me a lot because I just feel like I'm, I'm, I'm setting a goal for myself and I'm talking about, I'm, I'm reflecting. It's, it's, it's kind of just like reflecting in your head on stuff that's happened. But I feel like for me, just putting it, you know, into words on a paper, um, just kind of instills it more in my head. That's dope. Yeah, it's good to see you doing creative things. Like, dude, I can't. I completely forgot about the photography thing. thing. Yeah, That's yeah. dope. What type of camera you have? Um, it's a Nikon. Um, I forget the exact number. I had looked it up once, but it's it's just my dad. Yeah. My dad gave me it, and he has he has like a ton of old cameras that he gave me. But it's a super nice camera. Yeah, I was gonna say taking some nice flicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, yeah, I gotta get back into it when I when I go back to Charlotte. Yeah, it gotta sure. take some nice pics yeah, in Charlotte yeah, for sure. Yeah. The night time, the night skies probably go crazy. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, I love going down to the city and just the buildings and stuff. The lights, it's makes for a bunch of good pictures. You guys ever take flicks there, like just like throw on a fit, go? Yeah, yeah, a few times. Not as much as like we wanted to, but this year we're definitely gonna try two more. But yeah, we did a few times. We would go with, um, just like a, a little group of our friends and just go down, go uptown and and take some flicks. Yeah, I gotta say, dude, you like Lazada, Vaz, style. It's dope. It's like super extravagant and i like it a lot you know just it's yeah. cool um and i feel like that's what like a lot of artists are doing nowadays like kind of have like that kind of cool style yeah. um what are like some artists that you kind of like look up to music wise um to lazada and vaz th those are my roommates for um anyone who's listening and doesn't know uh, at charlotte and i've known them for just about as long as constant um they have really influenced like my style and my music taste and stuff like that a lot they they um they have awesome style and awesome music taste but um they've really gotten me into into some more alternative stuff like i was gonna say yeah that's dope yeah alternative is dope right now like like steve lacy is one of my favorites oh yeah um, that new album was good yeah it was super good they really got me into tyler like i didn't i didn't mess with tyler that much before and then they like really put me onto tyler but um I also will always have my roots in I love like underground trap and that's what I really like first started listening to music. So Big Baby Gucci. Any anyone on the Shout any, out. anyone on the podcast, go <laughs> go listen to some Big Baby Gucci. I'm telling you, like I don't know how he's still so small, but um yeah, I don't think like I tend to um take influence from artists in terms of like, oh, like they wore something now I wanna wear it or like oh yeah, they they yeah. did something I wanna do it. But it is obviously like the stuff you listen to, the stuff you surround yourself with, that's kind of, you know, going to impact y your style and your personality and stuff. So when you're listening to music, would you say you're more of like a lyrical guy or like a beats, like instrumental type of guy? I'm I'm I want it to appeal to me sonically. So I I love like all the elements, but I will say like if someone's spitting over like a beat that i don't really like that much and like i'm probably not as likely to come back to that song as if it's you know as as a song where the ly the lyrics aren't as deep but the beat is like super infectious but i really i like all the elements to come together in a way that just sounds sonically pleasing anything that that i put on and i can vibe to in in a multitude of different ways like in a, in you know depending on what i'm feeling what type of music but I really like I, I don't have a lot of boundaries in terms of like what I will or won't listen to besides like country. I just I can't yeah. get, I can't get myself to like country, but I've I've gone into it a bit, but it's like yeah. yeah, it's not for everyone for sure. I think I'm like kind of like I bounce in between a ton yeah. of genres, which is yeah. it's just it's dope because I can kind of throw on anything in the car. Yeah, for sure. I, I yeah. 
like i'll go from i'll go from in in the in the same playlist like i have one playlist with just all my music that i listen to and i mean in that playlist it'll go from like rock to indie to hardcore hip-hop to trap to like electronic like i have everything in there so what's like one song like interpretation that's like stuck with you i guess or like doesn't have to be an interpretation just like a song in general that you really like um dude i think like hmm i don't know there's not a lot of songs that i think i really like would go back to and and say like I don't know, this has, like, really impacted me, like, I think I listen to music more for, obviously, I appreciate, like, a good music and message, but I do listen for it more just to, like, you know, be pleasing to my ears. Yeah. Um, But I think anything from Kanye, I just love, like, I've really gotten into what, what Lazada and Vaz got me into that I never used to do before is just listening to an album in one sitting. Like oh, I, you never did that before? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know why. I just used to always kind of like pick tracks and kind of and kind of whatever tracks I like, I would go back to and then the rest I wouldn't really. And I have really like appreciated the value of listening to an album in one sitting, especially like a Kanye album where Kanye almost always has like a really strong concept in his albums. And, and you know, the experience of flowing from the first track to the last one is like it's not the same as if you just listen to the songs by themselves. So I think that's... um. My favorite Kanye album is The Life of Pablo and I just It's a great album, yeah. I if if we're going on like an interpretation of a song, I mean this is the whole album, but I guess I just love how like raw that album sounds and kind of when it first came out everyone was like it wasn't received very well, which I mean that happens with a lot of Kanye albums. They they age better as they go on, but um I think just like the the different types of sounds he tried on there and and the messages he was talking about just addressing a lot of um the stuff that had been going on with him in in the news and and stuff in that time when it came out i don't know that's an album that i that i really like because it's just like um it's just like he's he's kind of saying fuck the haters and yeah and it's just to do to do what you want you know and that's what i love about kanye kanye west bro he exudes do yeah. you listen to jake's episode um, I listened to like half of it. Okay, dude, because we were talking about Kanye. We actually talked yeah. about the life of Pablo too, uh-huh. um, and we were just talking about how you know, like Kanye is just like the definition of like he doesn't care. Like he yeah, just exactly. Gonna, like exactly. he said it. He said it, and I wonder, you know, I'm a yeah. star. How could I not shine? Yeah. Like he, he's a dope. Like and you know, like whatever you want to say about him, I think it's cool that he's himself. Exactly. You know? I, I, I like and don't like him for that. Like, but I respect the fact that he will always like just say what he what he feels and what he believes um but yeah i mean i think kanye has said some outlandish stuff that i don't agree with yeah he's done stuff that is stupid but yeah just the fact that he always will will do that is i mean you have to respect that dude in an interview he called himself the nucleus like he's just he's um he's an interesting figure for sure but yeah but i do have a lot of respect for him just in general he's a he's an interesting guy Yeah, yeah Um, I guess as we're talking about, you know, well, is there anything else you would want to touch on? So, so I kind of wanted to, um, touch on, cause you asked me about my relationship. I guess I kind of just wanted to touch on your relationship and, um, the way kind of you got led to your breakup. I mean, I know obviously what happened, um, and what you did, but kind of what led you to, to that point. And also like, how was your first year of college Were were you, because I know, like, I've seen you over this summer, and I've seen 
um, how much you have kind of been working on self-improvement, self-betterment and stuff. And obviously that's part of, you know, this podcast, starting this podcast was part of that for you and, and quitting drinking and stuff like that. So clearly like, like for me, I had those, that first semester that was rough and that was kind of what led me to, to all the self growth and stuff that I've been working on. So what do you feel like kind of led you to, to all of this and where you were at? And then also, you know, what led you to your relationship? Was that part of, you know, a, a rough time or, or, or what? Yeah, well, dude, I was, yeah, I was just in a shitty spot and you know, like I've talked, I've talked about it on my episode with Paul. It's like, yeah, like it was probably mostly all my fault, you know, and mm. that's, that's tough. Cause like, you know, you look back and you're like, you, you look back and you're like, man, like this happened because of me. So mm-hmm. it's just like with my first relationship, cause you know, I'd never really been in any relationships in high school. Like I'd won like freshman year, but I don't really count that. Yeah, cause yeah. like, you know, it's freshman year. Yeah, we're young. And then, you know, senior year, I got into a, my first relationship, and it's, like, right when I'm supposed to go to college, so I didn't expect it. And it was that, But that that's how, like, most things happen. You just don't really expect them. And so I was dealing with a lot just college-wise because I wasn't really adjusting well. And, like, when I was in Chapel Hill, like, I didn't have anyone to talk to about my feelings, which sucked because, you know, like, yeah. I was surrounded by, like, a sea of people, and I still felt super lonely. Like, yeah. I, was in, I was in a fraternity. I felt like I couldn't talk to anyone. And so it was a really depressing time, and so... Um, I definitely messed up in the relationship and made bad decisions, but it's just like with your first love, you're going to be immature and you're going to make mistakes. And I'm not saying that I'm not, I'm not defending anything I did whatsoever. Like I I know I messed up. Um, but it's like, you know, we both said and did things to each other that you just don't do to someone you love. And that's not, that's not saying it was toxic. It just like, it was not the right time, you know, and maybe in the future we'll get back together, but it's it's gonna be a while I think for sure and you know I just wasn't really that happy like I thought I was super happy and you know but like I was missing my mom I was with my Mm -hmm. brother and you know like I got back from college my first year and like I looked in the mirror and I was like I don't really like what I see you know like I need to make a change and it's just like it's tough because you you don't realize it but you see yourself doing things that you hate and then you're like I don't know who I am and yeah. that's how I was for a while like you struggle with identity and purpose and I guess this summer I didn't want to get into anything like that and just like really focus on me because I wanted to focus on being happier yeah. and I'm a lot happier now even though I'm not necessarily over it you know like first love yeah. it's, it's yeah. tough dude like you know you're gonna like see things like I can't even watch New Girl anymore you yeah. know like yeah. I can't I can't watch like sh- certain shows no, or, I understand. like I can't listen to certain songs in yeah my I can't I can't listen like, to certain songs yeah. in my playlist because like all the memories come yeah. flooding back no, and it's that's tough totally, I get that because like you know there's chemicals in your brain like dopamine mm-hmm. serotonin and all that it's it's tough dude but um as much as I'm not over it yet um I'm really happy that it happened because yeah. it taught me like a valuable lesson of like you know like I can see how bad someone can end up like. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's why. That's why. Like when I see like people struggling, I try not to judge. Even though you know we're all humans and we're all gonna judge. Yeah. I try not to do that because you know like people are going through a ton of shit. And I yeah. guess, I guess that was that was the idea behind starting this podcast is just having my friends on because yeah. like I know y'all stories. I know what y'all have been through, and just opening up on a deeper level to show not only us having this conversation, but to show the people listening that you know you're not alone. So yeah, I think I've done a great job of my progress, but you know. It's it's one day at a time, you know. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep improving. Yeah. But first year of college was definitely not what I thought, you know. I yeah. definitely thought I had it all figured out, but I don't, you know. Yeah. I don't have it figured out now. So, so so do you think like in the moment, like during your first year of college, 
do you think did you feel happy most of the time or did you think you were or did you know that th- you were kind of sad or did it hit you later did you, do you think the the breakup is kind of what made all of it really hit you i thought i was happy yeah, yeah. that's the thing i thought yeah. i was so happy and i just wasn't you know because yeah. like, honestly that's that's where i know we have different takes on religion but that's where religion came because like i had always been like a christian growing up and mm-hmm. god was someone i talked to and i barely talked to god throughout the year which i yeah. felt was like a big thing and i'm not saying that i wasn't happy in my relationship like i was really happy like she dude she was awesome she was yeah, a great yeah. girl like she made me super happy i spent moments with her that you know like it'll i'll always think about things yeah, like that yeah. but it's like i wasn't doing things that actually fulfilled me you know mm-hmm. it was like in happiness is very different from joy yeah so um yeah i got back and then after the breakup happened i was really sad for like a while I still am but it's like as I as I took it day by day and really focused in on what I wanted to do with my life and finding I guess a higher purpose yeah or something like that um it helped out a lot so I'm in a, I'm in a much better place right yeah. now so would you say you think like a lot of the stuff you might have thought was like happiness or you being happy during your first year you think like a lot of that could it maybe was just like instant gratification and in the end it wasn't really stuff that like was lasting happiness yeah no 100 yeah. percent. i think i think obviously you know like i'm not saying that i don't love this person but yeah. like our relationship was just like it's like if i would have met you in five years it would have been mm-hmm. great you know like right person wrong time yeah, you yeah. were both young i was 17 going to college like yeah. i was young um and it was tough dude like it it sucks but um you know, I'm I'm in a much better place now. Yeah. I know my worth. I know my value. And it's like I'm blocking out the noise. You know, people yeah. are always going to see me in a bad light to a certain extent. People are, yeah. people are always going to have things to say. But it's like, what can I do about that? What can I do yeah, exactly. to make me happy? So, you know, it's cool. Well, yeah. And I just wanted to touch on that because I, especially when I was listening to the episode with Paul and you were kind of talking about um, just how you, you felt like, you know, a, a shitty person for what you had done and, and how you felt like people were going to view you differently. And like, obviously, you know, um, cheating sucks. It sucks for anyone to go through. It sucks for anyone to do. And, um, I'll never be like, Oh, you know, cheating's okay. And there's any excuses for it. But I think what always matters most to me and what, why I have so much respect for you is just the way that I've seen you like react to it and and the way that i've seen you learn from it and and turn it into something that you know is is fueling you to to do all this stuff that you are doing now and and kind of um make yourself happy and and fulfill yourself so that's what i've thought has been pretty cool well dude i appreciate that you know yeah obviously you know yeah i made i made a terrible decision it sucks i and the thing is like i hurt the person i love the most which sucks because like i i wish i didn't like i hate letting people down but um I appreciate you saying that because, you know, like, obviously people, a lot of people aren't going to, like, give a yeah. fuck about what I have to yeah, say anymore, yeah. you know, like, they're going to see me in that light, so, I don't know, I feel like people don't really want to see change, Yeah. Um. but, you know, I'm going to just keep doing me, and, yeah. you know, that's all I can do. That's all you can do. And, I, and yeah, I never want to get, in, I never want to get to a place where I look at myself and I'm like, God, I'm this terrible person, I don't deserve to be here, because, yeah. like, that's not fair, you know, like, I think, yeah. I don't think anyone should view themselves that way, like, obviously, you can make terrible mistakes, but I don't think you should be confined to this statement that you're a horrible person yeah. for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you letting me know that because yeah. um, I think I, I think I've made really good progress this no, summer. I've, I've seen it. You you have, and I think I think that just touching on like what you kind of just said there. I think um, for me that was like a big realization that I had um, at the end, kind of of last semester when I was really trying to to work on myself a lot is like if if I don't know if you don't want to get better like 
no one else is ever going to make anything change for you. Like, especially now that I, that I am in college and we have all this independence and freedom and like, I'm not with my parents all the time. Like they're not there to, you know, tell me what to do or bust my ass. It's like, you know, you, you're only ever going to improve. You're only going to ever better yourself. If like, if, if, if you want to, if, if you're in a shitty mental state uh, as much as it sucks and, and no matter what anyone is going through and, and there's so many people who, who are going through, um, you know, plenty of shit that, that, is is valid to make you feel shitty is is valid to you know be feeling like you're in a bad place but at the end of the day it's like nothing's ever going to get better unless you want it to unless you put in the effort to to try and change yourself to try and better yourself and like it's it's hard it's a it's a shitty process but that's what that's what other people are here for and and that's why like i'm i'm happy that we're opening this conversation because like you said um i don't know if you even even caught that you said it but a little earlier in the conversation you were saying that um last year at college you you felt like you had a lot of people around you but you still felt lonely and that's what a lot of people don't understand about loneliness is is you don't have to have no friends to feel lonely like yeah. i've always had a lot of friends but i never really had friends that i felt like i could talk to like this and and that's a big part of loneliness is like not feeling like you have anyone to open up about about the real stuff with about deep stuff and so that's why, you know, I'm, I'm just super like happy that you're doing this podcast to kind of open that conversation because I think, um, I think anyone who, who, you know, calls themselves best friends or, or really close friends should be able to talk about stuff like this. Well, dude, that's the thing. Like I, I'm not, I'm not dissing anyone I live with. I love those boys for sure. But like, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I wasn't as close with them at that point. Yeah. I just met a ton of them and it's not, it's not their fault. I, yeah. I don't want this to be like a thing where it's their fault. It's none of their faults. It was just, like, how I was feeling at the moment and how yeah. I, like, didn't really feel like I had anyone to talk to. Like, yeah. my three closest friends had all gone to different colleges. Yeah. My mom is super key. She's always been – she's always had a big role in my life, and, like, I couldn't really talk to her. And it's just, like – you know, I was just struggling, man. It was it was tough, but um, I'm glad that I'm doing this right now, and I'm glad I'm, like, having conversations with my best friends on this because, yeah. like, it's honestly kind of like therapy in my own yeah. way. Like, just, yeah. like, having people on and talking about yeah. stuff. But, um, and yeah. And also – sorry, not to cut you off. No, go ahead. Um, but I think that's also, like – like you said, it's not their fault that like, you know, you, you didn't feel like you had anyone. Like I was in the same situation with my roommates during my first semester. Like I didn't, I, I kind of just got in my own head that like, oh, I can't, I can't open up to them because they're going to say this or, or they're going to judge me or they're not going to take this in the way that I want them to or blah, blah, blah. Like a lot of times you get in your own head that, that you can't open up to people and then you do and in like a lot of those fears that you had of like what they were going to say or how they were going to react like in my experience at least everyone i've opened up to has reacted honestly better than i ever thought they would so um i think that's just also why i i am really like feel strongly about opening up the conversation do you view like friendship and love like completely different now that you've like gone through college a year and, like um i think what i've realized is that is that friendship and love can go hand in hand a lot more like i i used to always kind of think of love as something that was reserved for a, a, either for a special yeah, yeah either either family or like a significant other and now i'm like like i try and tell my friends 
I love you when I leave when when like we're hanging out and I leave them I try and say I love you as much as I can and sometimes I I don't as much as I want to or sometimes it's like obviously like some of my friends I've been friends with since high school and like I've never said that stuff to them so it's just like it's and and like we're we're still teenage boys so it's like sometimes it's funny yeah it's funny and like we're gonna laugh about it but like I genuinely do like you know I I have learned the value of friendship so much and like yeah I think you you can love your friends and obviously it's a different type of love it's not like the same as, as a significant other but yeah I think definitely love and friendship go hand in hand because I I love my brothers for real like all my friends and and because as I have started opening up to them, like, you know, now these, these are people who know stuff about me that not a lot of people know and, and who are there for me in, in like my worst and shittiest times. So it's like, yeah, of course I'm going to love them. And I think that's, that's part of, you know, part of a friendship really. Well, it's, it's dope that you realize that. Cause obviously, you know, like life's not promised, you know, you can, yeah. you can wake up tomorrow and be like, and be gone. It's, it's, it's shitty to think about, but it happens. Um, yeah. and that's cool that you really hold your friends in that high of regard. And I do the same. Um, and I think everyone should, cause friendship, friendship is key and it's important. Yeah. I guess look, we're looking back and reflecting on stuff that, you know, like life isn't promised and not to take life for granted. You know, you obviously got into, not you obviously, but you know, I know you got into a car accident, which is pretty serious how did that shape your perspective on i guess life right now i think that just also contributed a lot to um kind of just making sure that the the people i care about in my life and even just friends that you know i'm i'm not that close with but but just everyone that has has ever had some value in my life like it's really just made me want to to stay in touch with people and and make sure people know that I really care about them and that I appreciate them being in my life because yeah, that car accident. Um, I mean, obviously this, this isn't a, a, there's no camera in this podcast, so I can't show, show anyone who's listening, but my car was completely totaled. The, the front hood was basically, the hood was, was completely squished. It was like up to the wheelbase, pretty much the, the front wheels, um and all the airbags in the car went off it was like a five car accident i was on the freeway um going probably like 70 and i had seen a car stopped in front of me and i slammed on the brakes um and that car had already been in an accident that's why the accident it wasn't my fault at all that car had already been in in an accident so those cars were stopped in in the middle of the highway um so i slammed on the brakes to stop and i would have made it in time i would have stopped before i hit that car but the car in the lane next to me, I was in the rightmost lane. So the car in the lane le- in, uh, to the left of me uh, didn't see the accident until a little later. So they didn't have time to slow down. So they kind of swerved into my lane. And to avoid them, I had to swerve to the right. But since I was in the rightmost lane, I had nowhere to go. Um, and the sh- there wasn't much of a shoulder. So I went right into a tree. Um, so I avoided hitting any other cars. But my car was full. I had my three sisters and my brother in there. Um, so... I had slammed on the brakes. So by the time we made impact with the tree, I was probably going like 40 miles per hour. Um, so it was a pretty serious crash and luckily no one was hurt. The The worst injury was my sister had a broken sternum, um, which she was in pain for like a few weeks, but that just healed by itself. My brother had a big scratch on his head. Besides that, we were all just bruised up and sore. So we got super lucky. We all had to go to the hospital and get checked out. Um, but we all ended up being okay. But yeah, just like 
we i knew as soon as we did crash that like we did get super lucky and like that same accident i think if like that had been repeated like 10 times in like maybe like a test lab you know how they do like the test crashes with the dummies and stuff yeah i think there's a lot of situations where like those dummies would have been dead like i think there's a situation where i could have had that same crash and and been dead like it really was one of the the scariest things i've been through and so it definitely just gave me um just more of a a view on like mortality and and just um and just that yeah life can be gone and taken from you any day you can wake up one day and think you know this isn't your last day but it could be so yeah i think that and and the main thing is you know you can't control that you can't control when you're gonna go you can't control if something crazy does happen you can't control if an accident happens and, and you die so i think just making the most of every moment that you're living and making sure that the people around you know that they're appreciated and, and, and that you value them in your life. I mean, that's the most important thing because then at least if, if something does happen, you felt like you did everything you could while you were here, you know? Yeah, no, it's crazy. It puts it really like something like that puts your life in perspective. Yeah. It's like, yeah. man, like I should check in on my friends and yeah. make sure, you know, it's like, it's crazy. It's, it's tough to think about, but you know, anything can happen. Yeah. And we're getting to the age where it's like, you know, like, we're going to start experiencing death more like our grandparents are going to go. Parents are going to go. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I guess, you know, I, I went through all the topics so far and we've had a great convo just in general. It's, it's always been super fluid between me and you yeah. throughout our friendship. Is there anything else you would want to touch on? Um, I think I just kind of wanted to um, maybe talk about our religious views a little bit just because I was really intrigued by the conversation that you had with Paul in the first episode. Yeah about um kind of your you know how you felt like you really have have had kind of a awakening and and gotten a lot closer to to god and stuff um recently and i've always been someone who um is not really religious i wouldn't say that i'm like atheist i wouldn't say that i'm i wouldn't say that i'm anything really i think i'd probably say i'm agnostic is the closest thing um just because i honestly believe in like a multitude of possibilities i i I don't doubt that like there could be a God. I don't doubt that maybe there is a God, but I also don't doubt like just as likely maybe there's like, I believe in stuff that some people might think is stupid. Like maybe there's aliens controlling us or like, like maybe, maybe we're in a simulation. Like maybe like there's a million possibilities. And I honestly believe that like no religion really has it 100% locked down just because there are so many possibilities for what it really could be. But, um, but I respect everyone's beliefs i respect anyone's beliefs and i and i know that you do too and that's why i thought um it'd be cool kind of to to have this conversation just because i've always been kind of content with not knowing and kind of content with just like well whatever is out there whatever is you know the higher power if there is a higher power you know i'm just going to try and live my life and and do what i can control because you know i can't control any of that anyways and um so i've kind of always been content with that but i know some people you know, really do like, and I mean, a lot of it is how you're raised. If you're raised religious, it's kind of just like you always are. Some people are going to keep that. I mean, obviously some people get raised religious and then don't keep those beliefs, but, but yeah, just for you, what do you think? Um, what do you think kind of are, are the benefits for you of, of being religious and, and what do you think kind of, um, just, just leads you every day to, to want to, you know, have that connection with God and stuff? Well, like, um, like you're talking about, like, I've had this, like, awakening or whatever. It's, like, I've always been, like, pretty close to God, like, yeah. gr- like in middle school. Like, growing up, I wasn't because I wasn't religious. My family wasn't really that religious. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, I've, like, 
completely like switched my view on it i'd say like recently and it's been like you know some of the more the morality thing like the yeah. moral issues yeah. are like forgiveness and things like that and like all that stuff it's like you know i've i've struggled with that you know like i struggle with forgiving my dad when he left and she yeah. on my mom and it's like you know when that thing happened in seventh grade um i just got invited to like these like bible studies which yeah. weren't like bible studies there was just like a worship song would play and then like uh, my my best friend's parents would just come into the room and just like kind of like preach at us, not preach at us, but like just tell us like how loved we were. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was just like really filling. Like I liked it a lot. And yeah. um, it just got to a point where I didn't really have much direction in my life at the time because you know like I'm in seventh grade and you know like my my dad has just like yeah. left and I was super sad and I was empty and you know it was, he was just the God was just a person that I turned to in that yeah. situation where it was like I went to these things like weekly. And I could, like, every time I went, I could, I thought I felt something, like, in my soul that was, like, this, is, like, feels really good. And, like, I want this. So I kept on going with it. And, like, freshman year, I, like, I was, like, like you know, it's about the it's about the hills and valleys, you know? Like, yeah. you go through seasons. So I was, like, I was really on top of it freshman year. And then, obviously, like, throughout high school, I went through seasons where I was, like, I wasn't, like, in it at all. And then other seasons where I was, like, really, like, up and up there. But now that I've realized that, for me, it's, like, I was seeing it so for so long. It was like following these rules, you know, and that's yeah, that's what yeah. like a lot of religion is. Is like yeah. follow this, and like you'll you'll get into heaven or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. like you'll gain his acceptance or whatever. But then it got to a point where it's like I'm not. I'm only focusing on following the rules. I'm not even focusing on this higher power, this God, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I think if like we as humans are created to have relationships, that's how our God should be. So, yeah, exactly. Um, that's that's how I saw it. Like. Once I realized that, which was honestly in high school, but I never really followed it in high school. I just followed the rules or whatever. It just got to a point where I was like, I was seeing it as like a relationship and like me, like talking to God, just like not like as like, cause you know, I never had a da- never really had like a dad yeah, in my yeah. life. So I saw him as like this, like father figure. So I saw yeah. it as like a relationship and you know, I'm not going to explain, like, I'm not going to like sit here and like try to convince you or anything or like yeah, explain yeah. it. I'm just like saying like, I felt something in my soul and like, you know, I feel like I can talk to God like every day and just like not necessarily just like reading the Bible very intently, but like once I'm in the word and like once I'm putting on some like worship music, I just feel really good. I feel fulfilled. And, you know, church, church for a while was just like, you know, like it's just like a thing that I have to do. But now it's like I feel like I'm like giving back to my community by going there, like by helping out or like by like being with my friends and community there. So it's been good. And, you know, like being a christian you know we're always seen as like these judgmental people yeah, and yeah. It, it sucks dude because like i i say i'd say that i'm like i try to be like the least judgmental person i can be yeah but it, you know it, su- it sucks but what about you what's your view no dude i i totally respect that and like i that's why i wanted to to ask about it just because i never like i ask those questions not because i'm like you know i want to debate it or argue it or like be like oh like you're wrong but i just always love to see like you know everyone's point of views and and um, how everyone feels on those topics just because it is like so many people have, have different, different perspectives and different views. And I'm always someone like, I don't care what you believe as long as, as long as, you know, you are going to respect everyone else's beliefs because, um, you know, no, no, there's no, there's never going to be a world where we all believe the same thing or we all, you know, it's it's always going to be divided. You know, everyone's always going to have different views. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Yeah, I I definitely like that that kind of explanation you gave of it's more of a relationship because I think I always I I you know my my main thing about religion a lot that I that I haven't always liked is like oh you know it feels like more of just like 
a, a rule book and just like oh you have to have to follow these rules and so I like that you really have like put an emphasis on you know it's the the part that you really enjoy is the relationship and and like feeling like you can talk to God and I think I I at points like when I was feeling down in high school I think if I had had like a friend that was like super religious and and or or even if like my parents had been more religious then I definitely could have seen myself like trying to build that sort of relationship because I never like was like oh I don't think God exists like I've never had that belief I just like have never like you know been like oh I definitely think God does exist and like I'm gonna try and build a relationship with him but I think um like in terms of the religious views I do have or just the spiritual beliefs I have like I think I have gotten a little more into just like um trusting the universe and like I don't know what that entity is I don't know like I just say the universe because I don't know what else to say like because I think um in terms of like having a, a relationship to a higher power and like talking to a higher power I've never really done that and I, I think for me like I've just channeled that in different ways like I think you could say that like me writing in my journal is kind of similar to you know like someone talking to yeah, God like getting your emotions yeah, or exactly. Thought. yeah exactly. exactly but I think when I do have those times where I'm like I'm feeling really down about something and I just need like that kind of like I don't know that boost to be like when someone would be like oh like you know it God God has you you know it's okay like God you know God has a plan and everything's going to be okay I think that's just when I've been like you know well okay like I'm just going to trust whatever it is like the universe I, you know yeah, like, just trusting yeah yeah like you know things things happen for you know I'm I'm not like a big like things happen for a reason but I'm like you know everything will be okay in the end and so that's kind of just what i try to stress yeah well for me like and a lot of people for a long time it's just like you get so focused on you like growing up you know egocentrism and yeah, just like yeah. always it, it being about you but once i like keyed in for me and it was like i realized that i was like serving someone greater yeah um it, it just kind of like it made me feel like a lot better that it's yeah. that life isn't about me this podcast isn't about me mm-hmm. um that this podcast is just as like just like to be like encouraging. I don't want mm-hmm. anything to like be always about me and like yeah. I, I that was a big thing for my purpose cuz like you know, I didn't really realize anything, but now that I'm like doing stuff for someone else, like doing not only uh, not only God, like this can be applied in any situation, but doing something for other people, it makes you feel good. So Yeah, exactly. So that's that's just my take on it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally respect that. Um but yeah, anything else you want to talk about? No, honestly, I feel like we've had a dude, pretty yeah, good conversation. It's been a great con- an hour and ten. minutes. I haven't even felt like it's been an hour and ten minutes. Dude, it's dude, felt like ten we gotta, minutes. We gotta do this again. Yeah, I no, gotta figure sure. out a way to get like more mics, and then we can do like a yeah. multiple people type thing. But dude, yeah. anytime you want me on, I'm gonna be in Chapel Hill a bunch this year, so I'm down to hop on. Gotta run it, bro. Yeah, I'm bro. trying to do seasons. Yeah, no, season I, one, I, season two. Yeah, yeah, I heard Paul talking about that. It'd be a cool idea. Yeah, dude. Well, I appreciate you having on, and if you don't have anything else to say, I'm gonna close this out. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, and I just hope. Uh, everyone who's listening have a good day and um i hope that i hope that you know something from this podcast um sticks with you yes sir all right well i appreciate all you guys listening i hope that you guys are all doing well um this was cam's episode um thank you guys so much if you're struggling again i try to emphasize this every time you aren't alone i hope that this encourages you and just you know if you're going through stuff you know life sucks i mean I'll, i'll be honest like it sucks sometimes but um I hope that you guys are all doing well and that this was somehow impactful and that's all I want it to be. If this can if this can influence one person, then I'm gonna keep doing it, you know. And that's all I want that's all I want with this. So thank you guys so much. This was Coffee with Connie. I'll see y'all.